This message comes from NPR sponsor HubSpot. What if you could find, track, and close deals all in one place? Now you can thanks to HubSpot Sales Hub, a connected, customizable sales platform that's a joy to use. Try it at HubSpot.com sales. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. A vote to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has failed in the House of Representatives. NPR's Deidre Walsh reports GOP defections derailed the resolution. Three House Republicans joined all Democrats to defeat a resolution charging Secretary Mayorkas with ignoring immigration laws and breaching the public's trust. After the vote initially came to a tie, there was a scramble, and the resolution failed. The number two GOP leader, Steve Scalise, was absent and is expected to return to the Capitol soon. Republican leaders could bring it up again, and conservatives say they will try to convince at least one of their colleagues to switch their vote. Colorado Republican Ken Buck voted no and told reporters he believes impeaching a cabinet member for policy differences is unconstitutional. I will not change my vote based on the facts and my reading of the Constitution. Even if leaders revive the resolution and approve it, the Senate is not expected to remove Mayorkas from his office. Deirdre Walsh, NPR News, the Capitol. With hopes of a border security bill clearing Congress rapidly fading, some of the chief negotiators of the bipartisan measure are expressing dissatisfaction. That includes Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, who in an interview with NPR's All Things Considered today accused some of her colleagues of grandstanding on the matter. Four months ago, when, uh, when my Republican colleague said, you know, Kirsten, we've got to secure the border, I said, heck yeah. It's my border. It's my state that has been in crisis for all these years. And it does appear that there are some who are more interested in going on television and complaining about the border than actually voting to secure the border. The deal would have tied border security to an additional $60 billion in aid for Ukraine. President Biden's accused former President Donald Trump of helping derail the bill. In Washington, a diplomatic security officer for the State Department was arrested today for allegedly taking part in the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol three years ago. Here's Tom Dreisbach reports. Federal prosecutors allege that Kevin Allstrup joined the pro-Trump mob that breached the U.S. Capitol during the insurrection and remained inside for close to 30 minutes. He can allegedly be seen on surveillance footage taking photos inside the building, but has not been accused of any violence. Court documents state that in his role as a diplomatic security officer for the government, Allstrup provided security for high-ranking officials and locations like embassies, and Allstrup stated on LinkedIn that he has top-secret security clearance. A State Department spokesperson told NPR that Allstrup was a government contractor and that he no longer works for the department. Tom Dreisbach, NPR News. On the West Coast, cleanup continues after a second so-called atmospheric river pummeled the area, dumping large amounts of rain and causing nearly 400 mudslides in the Los Angeles area, where some of that weather is now shifted south towards San Diego County. On Wall Street today, the Dow was up 141 points. This is NPR. Country music superstar Toby Keith has died. The singer-songwriter announced in 2022 that he had been diagnosed with stomach cancer. According to a statement on his website, Keith died Monday in Oklahoma. He was 62 years old. And Bureau's Ned Ulby has this remembrance. Toby Keith wrote or co-wrote most of his hits. He charted dozens of them. The musician was a proud Oklahoman. He worked in oil fields and rodeos before signing his first record contract at age 30. It yielded a number one hit. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll around. 
Keith notoriously feuded with another country musician, Natalie Maines, over the nationalist nature of some of his songs. He later said he was embarrassed about his part in the controversy. He was recognized by the Songwriters Hall of Fame, the Country Music Association, and he was awarded a National Medal of Arts in 2021. Neto Ulipi. NPR News. For Americans who lack savings prior to the coronavirus pandemic, financial stress is rising. A combination of inflation, higher interest rates, and an end to any pandemic relief pushing credit card debt higher. That also has apparently led to rising delinquencies when it comes to what people owe on their cards. As of December, the New York Federal Reserve says roughly 3.1 percent of outstanding debt was in some stage of delinquency. Among other steps, experts recommend paying off the cards with the highest interest rates first and trying to get a lower rate on some cards. Crude oil futures prices closed higher today. Oil up 53 cents a barrel to 73.31 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.